0: Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Filibuster, filibuster. Watch freestyle. out for the filibuster. Filibuster. Freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Filibuster Freestyle. Hey, it is your buddy Gavin here in the studio, going to set things up for this podcast. Um, it's the end of February. And we just had our buddy Andrew Patterson in town. Uh, his day job, obviously, when he's not being chief marketing officer of the Filibuster Freestyle Twitter handle, which is FB underscore Freestyle. He is a school teacher, and so he had February vacation this week and took his first trip down here to the Queen City, Charlotte North Kakalaki, as the locals do or don't call it. I'm going to leave that one up to you to find out if you all come down here yourself one day. Anyway, uh, first off, people were very kind of blown away that Massachusetts has February vacation. And what I learned is apparently, you know, I don't have children that are in school or anything. I don't have children, period. Uh, In the South, at least in North Carolina, your spring vacation literally fluctuates with the Easter calendar. So anyway, people were blown away that Andrew Patterson has February vacation, and they were blown away that he chose to come to North Carolina for said vacation. Um, We had a great time. We went on a little bar crawl, restaurant crawl of the Plaza Midwood neighborhood here in Charlotte where I live and it happens to be the home base of the Filibuster Freestyle. So I just want to shout out a couple of the places we went, a couple of the uh, uh, cervezas and spirits that we had, and then we'll get into the podcast. So uh, hopefully you enjoy. And to the places um, that we mentioned and to the people who frequent them here in Charlotte or as tourists, if you like or don't like what we have to say about this, Feel free to again tweet us at FB underscore freestyle. Tweet me on Twitter at Gavin Viano. You can hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash filibuster freestyle, or just go on the web, filibusterfreestyle.com. Check us out there. Leave a comment. Let us know if you agree or disagree. Places we covered The Hop Shop, The Thirsty Beaver, The Workman's Friend, Legion Brewery, Moo Brew, Pint Central whiskey warehouse the common market smoky joe's cafe and the tipsy burrow and by the way we did not go to all these places the same day we did it over like three days so just keeping it real on that one Uh, in terms of the uh drinks that we tried at those places you will hear that uh in the middle of the podcast again thanks for listening as always shout out to our friends around the world Uh, You guys mean a lot to us. Thanks for liking us on Facebook and sharing with your friends and subscribing and leaving a review on iTunes. It's been awesome. And here comes the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a special filibuster Freestyle, your buddy Gavin, our buddy Andrew Patterson. Um, We're on Facebook Live right now. We are on Periscope right now. Some people are watching. We appreciate that. Marky Sal, Barbara Russo. The list goes on. (laughs)
1: The list does not actually go on The list ends there It may or may not go on That is the end of the list But
0: it's a Thursday night It's 8.30 at night Hopefully a lot of you Are either doing some work Hanging out with your families Out drinking Not watching us But you know what We're just trying some new technology Anyway Andrew Your first time to Charlotte I believe Am I wrong? Am I right? You are right Okay so we took you on a little Plaza Midwood neighborhood Bar crawl the last couple days Uh, I want to talk like three minutes or less On the bar we were at Your hot takes on it and for the most part, the local beer you had at that bar. Okay. Okay? First one we'll hit you with, Hop Shop. Cross the street, they sell beer, they sell wine, it's also a bar. You had the Trogues Java Coffee Stout. I had the Goes or Goze, I'm not sure how you say it. Highwire, which is out of Asheville, North Carolina. Um, how do you feel about Hop Shop? How do you feel about the Trogues?
1: All right, well, Trogues is not a North Carolina brewer. Correct. Not all, not all local beers, sorry. I believe Trogues is Colorado. I don't mm. know. I think Troves, maybe, I don't know. I might be making that up. Okay. Um, but the hop shop itself was kind of a cool. I mean, it's just one big open room. It's like an old warehouse, they turned it into a, like a bar. Yeah. But you say turned into a bar, and I don't mean this in a bad way. Like, not minimal effort turned it into a bar, but just like put a bar in there, and we're like, all right, now it's a bar. Right. And didn't do much with the rest of the space. Got but some refrigerators,
0: works. put some wine in the walls.
1: Some, yeah. You know. But it works. It does. Uh, work. Definitely a cool spot. Yeah, the Trogues was uh, was pretty good. It, it was I, I've had it before. Yeah, so that's um, no, just shabby.
0: I really like the Highwire Goes. and if it, if it is Goze, I'm just going to keep saying goes and y'all can
1: hate me mm-hmm. all day, all
0: night. And I appreciate that. I'll do a rap apology next week to Highwire
1: Goes. or Goze. I will say about the coffee stout. One of the things that's interesting being down in North Carolina, it's like sixty degrees at night here. Oh yeah, and a stout is definitely like a, a winter beer. Right. So it's kind of and, a strange. Sixty degrees is not winter weather. No, it's not. Unless you're from North Carolina, apparently, which In which case it is winter weather. Right. And that's that's a nice little thing.
0: Okay, so uh, let's get into Thirsty Beaver. I'm just going to let you run. You had a PBR, a tall boy. Of course you did. Uh, You go with it, man.
1: So the Thirsty Beaver, um, as I don't know if you can see, if you were watching, you you can't you can't see if you're listening to the podcast. But if you were watching Facebook Live and or
0: Periscope,
1: I enjoyed the Thirsty Beaver enough to buy their hat paraphernalia, which is literally probably a $2 trucker hat that someone stitched a Thirsty Beaver Saloon patch onto the front that I happily very overpaid for. But the Thirsty Beaver Saloon, uh, first of all. Is quite literally a saloon, I feel like. Yeah,
0: it's a, it's an old kind of speakeasy, canteen it,
1: it's, it's a saloon. Um, and it's great. It is... Uh, they got,
0: it's, it's like a 1970s beer paraphernalia, country western, um, tchotchkes out the wazoo-type yeah. deal. They show hee-haw.
1: So that's what I was going to say. If you don't want to go to a place that plays hee-haw silently... Are on mute on a television and has a Billy D. Williams Natty Light light-up sign in it, yep. then you wouldn't like the Thirsty Beaver. But uh, you also wouldn't like me. Correct. So, so you probably wouldn't be one of the two people watching
0: this on, on Periscope. Right. Now, I want you to tell the story of what. So they're building a gigantic, like, 300-room condo around yeah. the Beaver. Now, Thirsty Beaver used to be part of, like, what was about – I'm going to say four acres of land that was like an old rundown closed church, a bunch of garages, yeah. and the Thirsty Beaver. And now it's going to be like luxury apartments, and they're literally building around this tiny little hole in the wall called the Thirsty Beaver. And so you asked the story of the bartender last night, because I told you what I thought it was, and I was pretty darn close. But
1: what oh, did he tell you? Uh, first of all, the bartender is a man of multi-talents, because when we originally walked into the <laughs> Thirsty Beaver... He was
0: fixing the bathroom.
1: He... He was fixing the toilet. Yeah.
0: Uh, plumbing and bartending. Plumbing and bartending. It's all pipes, as George Costanza wants so to. So
1: he uh, – and it, we didn't walk in at like 1 in the afternoon. No, we it was like some, 8.30 at night. It was 8.30 at night. Uh, and he was hard at work fixing the toilet, fixed it, got it done, and then went back behind the bar. And so I asked him because – actually, I'll take the Facebook Live listeners. Uh, I'll, I'll show them what the Thirsty Beaver looks like because – It's not actually on that, but that's Okay. Isn't that it right there? No, that's dish, but that's okay. Oh, well, it looks somewhat like
0: this. <laughs> um, it looks like Thomas Street, but not so quite. So
1: if you're going to imagine that this building right here in the yellow is having a 1000000 dollar condo complex built around it, including the garage on the right-hand side and the condos on the left, that is currently what's happening to Thirsty Beaver. And true. so it looks very out of place. So I said to the guy, how is it that... How are they just building around you? How does this happen? And so the guy says, well, the family that owns the Thirsty Beaver really doesn't need the money. They are well off, so they don't need the money from selling the Thirsty Beaver. They like owning the Thirsty Beaver. Uh, And the guy who owned all of the other buildings around there... They don't like him. They hated him. So to make his life more difficult and the developer's lives more difficult... They said build around us. They refused to sell and said build around us and
0: they are literally doing that as we speak
1: and they are literally building around them as we speak so the Thirsty Beaver is getting I mean with they're going to get con- like 500 new clients go up, they're going to get a- I don't care how sketchy the bar in your basement is if you had a bar in the basement where you live you're going you are going there you're going. all of the time absolutely so that's so the Thirsty Beaver genius then. move on the Thirsty, Thirsty Beaver in a
0: nutshell we'll probably go there after the podcast though okay because you choose right, you, you, my arm you, exactly alright workman's friend We went there last night for dinner very authentic Irish bar in the heart of Plaza Midwood in Charlotte. Yeah. How did you feel about your dinner? How did you feel about your Birdsong IPA?
1: So the Birdsong IPA was a good beer. Um, not uh, – and, and you'll hear the best beer when we get to it. Not the best beer on my beer tour of Charlotte. Sure. But a good beer. Um, the Workman's Friend, it actually – if you are from Boston or go to bars in Boston, it feels like a Boston bar that has just been dropped down in mm-hmm. Charlotte. Yeah, it, it could have been – It's got really good character. Yeah. Which is hard I mean, to do here
0: because so much of this stuff is brand new. You know? Right. Um, all right. We'll move on to Legion Brewery. It's the closest brewery to my house. It's walking distance. You had the Maple Canyon Brown Ale. I had the Path to the Dark Side Oatmeal Stout. And we met a really cool bartender who's a big Bruins and Patriots fan. Yeah. Justin? Justin. We're going to call him Justin. I'm 99% sure his name's Justin. His name is Justin. He had a sweet good. Grizzly Adams beard. Yeah. He probably weighed 105 pounds despite being probably 5'11".
1: Yeah,
0: and super friendly. My man can rock a mess, trucker, or have like anybody's business. Super friendly. Notice your Bruins sweatshirt, which you've gotten a lot of pops for down here. Yeah. People love the Bruins here at Plaza Midwood in Charlotte.
1: Yeah, if you want to hear people shout Go Bees at you, just just pop on a Bruins sweatshirt and walk around no Plaza Midwood no in Charlotte. Question.
0: But back to the beer. What do you think of the Legion Brewery's Maple Canyon Brown Ale?
1: Well, here's what I would say to the Legion Brewery if they were ever to listen to this podcast. Yeah. If you could ship the Maple Canyon Brown Ale up to Massachusetts, please do so. It is a fantastic beer. It's a brown ale with real Vermont maple syrup in there. uh, Incorporated really well. Uh, uh, Really fantastic. Very drinkable, too. It does not sound so drinkable. It sounds like something that might be too heavy or that you could only have. I could have had two or three of those. Um, If you like maple syrup and you like beer... Make it happen. This is your beer, Legion Brewery. You could, I'm telling. And you came close
0: to buying a trucker hat there.
1: I did come close to buying a trucker hat there, because I don't know if we're going to get into this on this podcast we itself. We might. Um, whereas hipsters stole everything I like and liked it ironically, right? Um, but you I have you were Mister for like,
0: yeah, you were a trucker hat guy. Yeah, before trucker hats were cool. Before the second to, time, before
1: Asher punks, right? Punk you me without. Yeah. Trying to pump. Yeah, he
0: bit your style, we'll get to yeah. that. And he bit my style a little bit too. Okay, we went to Moo and Brew. I had a, we both. We were. This is the end of the first night you were here. It's two nights ago. We both had Tito's and soda with a splash of crayon Unfortunately, she made it backwards yeah. and gave us Tito's and crayon with a splash of soda. The good news is that she didn't give us cranberry and soda with a splash of Tito's because no, then no. we would have had a, just flipped the tables. But it was a
1: tart drink. It was a tart drink. <laughs>
0: That's me making a tart
1: face. Those of you who uh, see seen uh, know I made it. Uh,
0: but yeah. Uh, do we eat there? No,
1: right? No, we did, did not. Did you enjoy
0: the ambiance of Moo & Brew? Well, Moo & Brew, you,
1: we accidentally stumbled into your apartment complexes. Like monthly happy hour. Monthly night out. Yeah, which I um, didn't know.
0: And I didn't know any of the people either because I... Which, for anybody busy who, podcasting.
1: Who, who has gone to college, it, as soon as you walked in there, it felt like something was not off, but like... The way Everybody was were,
0: way too friendly, but they weren't friends.
1: Right, and they were all like our age. So yeah. we, we felt like the first month of college when you're meeting all of these new people yeah. and you don't know them well enough except doing it all over again at like...
0: Mid-30s. Mid almost forty. Yeah, exactly. Good times. Good times. Moo and Brew is a good spot. The idea that we had a Tito's and soda there when it's literally a, a moo and brew, which means like hamburgers and beers, good for us. Yeah. Way to buck this rent. Also, my favorite part, I'm just remembering this now was there's like four big flat screen TVs across the, the bar. Oh, yeah. And, and the school I worked at was on TV. But their game wasn't on. And three out of the four TVs had college basketball on. And mm-hmm. I wanted to watch a fourth college basketball game. So I asked the bartender, hey, can you turn to CBS Sports Network? And she's like, I, I can't get in the office to change the channel. What was on was a, like, Pink, the artist, a Pink concert documentary. A rockumentary, A documentary on. on Pink. And she's like, I really like, I can't get in there. But it was also on mute. Right, it was on mute. So we're listening to some other music, Pink's on on mute, and then we're watching basketball on mute, which is totally yeah. normal in a sports and a bar with right. TVs. But then after 20 minutes, the documentary ends, and somebody went into the office and changed it to another documentary, which means she was a darn dirty liar. Yeah. She didn't want to watch any more basketball, and she clearly loves watching well, why Pink do you on
1: want, mute. The second one, which I, I would have appreciated to watch with sound was the Dr. Dre Rapumentary, Yes, you well. the Up and Smoke Tour. Yeah, the Up and Smoke Tour. Which you
0: were really excited about.
1: could have been a really good, I you Ab, put the so, volume on that, loop. I would have sat there and I would have stayed until the end probably.
0: Absolutely. Alright, a couple more bars to get to. Pine Central, right downstairs in my basement, essentially. Yeah. Pine Central, you had the Holy Sitter Pluff Mutter Porter. Want to give a quick shout out? My mom's friend Mary, her son, runs, I believe created Holy City Brewery. We tried some of your stuff here in Charlotte. How do you feel about it, sir? It was a
1: great beer. That's a fantastic beer. Great beer. I, it was another uh, – it's a little bit jarring, only coming from Massachusetts and Porter's and Stout's, which you would drink in the winter. Um, but it reminds me of it being like 30 or 40 and right. like that heavy beer and it, that it, yeah. you drink. And yeah. It's 60s and 70s here. You're not used so to that. That's like I think some... the placement is off a little bit. Yeah. But um, a great tasting beer. It would be a really good beer to have up there in in Massachusetts. Yeah, and hopefully I know cool. Holy
0: City was really excited to start getting out of Charleston, getting up you know quote unquote north to here, Charlotte. Yeah. Um, hopefully they continue to roll their way up the East Coast. But good stuff. I had an aforementioned Legion Brewery, but I had their Twisted Stem Black Cherry Sour. I enjoyed it. I'm not a big Twisted Stem Black Cherry guy. And I'm not a big sour guy, but I was getting weird with it. Yeah, it was really tasty.
1: The sours are tough for me. Sow is
0: yeah, not our jam. Not no. our jam. Okay, a couple more to get to, like I said. Whiskey Warehouse, epic roof deck.
1: Great roof deck.
0: Epic roof deck. Had a bartender from Vermont. She was an interesting young lady. We enjoyed talking to
1: her. Yeah.
0: A um, lot of interesting stories.
1: Yes. But we
0: won't get into those now, but we, you, we both enjoyed an OMB Copper. OMB and Copper, I believe, was their first beer. They were the first, in my mind, microbrew to really blow up in Charlotte. What do you think of the Copper?
1: You know, do not be afraid. a very memorable beer. No. It was, if you put four beers in front of me right now and you had me uh, identify the O&B Copper, I would say, I don't know that I could. There you go.
0: Okay, but no offense.
1: But it wasn't. it. I mean, it, that's, that's neither it good was nor fine. bad. Right, if it was fine. bad, I'd be telling you I can identify that beer.
0: Correct. Speaking of no, uh, neither so girl
1: Name girl. that tune, but Cur- name that beer. I can name that beer in five sips. sips.
0: Right, exactly
1: okay well I guess it's up to me because you had five sit I three so
0: correct so maybe four anyway uh speaking of neither good nor bad you went to, you're one of your first places you went to after I let you into my house and went back to work well, you know went back to work you walked up about two miles to uptown Charlotte you went to Duckworths which is a mini chain here neither good nor bad good spot yeah you know not neither good you know not great not terrible a great solid spot but you also encountered what was basically some kind of a college kid relationship spat at spat. 3 p.m
1: their first spat yeah uh clearly she had just met his parents they were may i want to say they were 21 and they were still like telling stories like you know that first part like yeah Here's some stories about yeah. me from the past that you might not know except when you're 21 not a lot it, of stories it, there's not a lot of stories not a lot of runway there there's not a lot of things to go with.
0: right what was their biggest beef for meeting the parents anything so they got to you
1: uh, I believe she called him out on being full of S-word a number of times, Dude. just being like uh, sounds like he tells her stuff to her face and then like when they're around others, others he, says he, other stuff. he acts in a different way. Ugh. Yeah, you got to grow out of Guess that, my friends. Yeah. Right.
0: You might want to grow out of
1: that. Yeah.
0: And I'm not saying anything's perfect. I'm just saying. Grow yeah. out of that. All right. Common Market, it is basically like going to a, a hipster music video.
1: Can we say what we describe? I mean, well, yeah, yeah, I got you, yeah. you you have the hipster music video. So, but.
0: so the, the common market is, not, is it's literally like a deli slash bar slash like the Uber hipster hangout in Charlotte. Yeah. So you met me. You were walking around the neighborhood. I went for a run. So I'm sweating in like athletic clothes. You're dressed like a you know like a normal dude in a Bruins hoodie. Right. And then we roll into what is like Central Casting hipster like beer drinking afternoon. We grab. To save the theme, a four-pack of bird songs, jalapeno IPA, phenomenal. Get it, get it, get it.
1: Great beer. Very great beer.
0: Okay, today, picked up you, Andrew Patterson, here after work. I'm like, come with me, we're gonna get some gasoline from my car, and then we're gonna go to a place I always wanted to try. Here's the problem with that place I always wanted to try. Smoky Joe's Cafe. We walked in, there's a sign that says members only, (laughs) private club. Guess what? We didn't try it out.
1: And then we're talking about the jackets. No. We also didn't have the jackets. With so we were us, screwed
0: but, either way. Yeah. So I took you down the street to the Thirsty Beaver owner's second iteration, their second bar, Tipsy Burrow. Now, we did not try any beers that no one's ever tried before. We tried – I had a Miller Lite. You had a PBR. Yeah. Nothing to talk about there. We had chips and guac with a little bit of queso, which my autocorrect turned to Quest. We had chips and Quest with guac. <laughs> um, chips and Quest, Tribe Called Quest tribute band. Phenomenal stuff. But they had sweet PBR signs. They had sweet Natty Light signs. I believe you put up the PBR sign on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Not neon, but they also had that same Billy D. Williams sign from the Thirsty Beaver because it's so darn good. Yeah. Okay. That's our beer tour so far. We want to get in a couple things, though, because we had some ideas last night that sounded really good last night. The song Hallelujah. Okay, time out. It's Gavin in the present tense back narrating for a second. Things got a little muddy here, but the bottom line is the point we're going to try to make, somehow, some way, revolves around the song "Hallelujah," which is originally composed by Leonard Cohen, and that the song eventually got into the hands of Jeff Buckley, who made it an iconic hit. And we get this information from Malcolm Gladwell, whose revisionist history podcast series last summer was fantastic. But that's kind of where you're coming in. So I chopped it up a little bit, editing-wise. To one, shorten it, but two, um, basically stop with the dramatic pauses like the one I just did when I was collecting myself. But regardless, the premise is Malcolm Gladwell making the case that until Jeff Buckley got his hands on Leonard Cohen's original thought, the song wasn't found. And then wherever it goes after that is tied to that thought process. So felt the need to jump in. Here we go. Leonard Cohen spent like a lifetime trying to perfect "Hallelujah." Yes. And apparently it had like 10 verses and it was so long. And it was so serious. And it was so spiritual. Like my man was so deep in the wormhole of what was a really great idea. Yeah. And then I believe it was one of the guys in the band or the Allman Brothers or I forget which, some Southern fried rock band. Yeah. Heard it and was like, all right, like my man's holding on too tight here, but I I, I can, yeah. I'm picking up what he's putting down.
1: He's got a Bill O'Reilly. We'll do it
0: live. We'll do it. I don't, I'll, I'll do it. I'll write it. We'll we do it a lot. Right. So whatever gentleman this was, and again, listen to Malcolm Gladwell. He's got a lot more listeners in the freestyle. He'll tell you exactly where to go. Yeah. This band member took Leonard Cohen's iteration, slimmed it way down, simplified it, made it more like less spiritual, more like poppy. People liked it. Didn't love it, liked it. Right. And, it became, and then his version of that went under some multi-band tribute of Leonard Cohen, right. which ended up in the apartment of some lady in Brooklyn who Jeff Buckley house-sat for before Jeff Buckley got famous. Yep. Jeff Buckley heard that version, did his own cover, and basically came up with what has now been covered a million times but never done as well
1: no way. as Jeff Buckley's
0: as well. Hallelujah. Yeah. So uh, Gladwell's point was like sometimes like the person who comes up with the idea and the song, they don't actually find it. They don't right. find the hit, but right. they, they did the young work. So God is joking around about wouldn't it be amazing – if someone did like California Love by Dr. Dre and Tupac or like Get Down Tonight by Casey and the Sunshine Band in a haunting way. So, we want to put a challenge out there to Drilling 3's uh, member and filibuster freestyle pundit, Roscoe P. Roscoe P., we want to hire you to do haunting acoustic versions of popular songs. Yeah. And like the more disco, the more hip hop, the more funk. The better for you to make the
1: haunting remake of. The, the the basically think of it as a challenge level, Roscoe, right? The higher the challenge to make it haunting, yes. the more we want to hear the haunting version. yes.
0: Of it. And we are prepared to dedicate significant space on filibuster yeah on Twitter at FB underscore. freestyle and frankly on this podcast for Roscoe P to hit us with any haunting. Pop song.
1: Iteration. Frankly, I-, I will dedicate untold hours of my life to introducing new people to something and being like, listen, I want to play something for you. It's Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. And it's haunting. <laughs> but it's haunting. <laughs> and then they'll, they'll be, like, well, be like, no, it's haunting. It will, t-
0: it will stare into your soul and rip out your throat. You will
1: lie awake in bed tonight with your eyes wide open. Unable to get this out of Rolling
0: <laughs> in my 5.0. It'll be amazing. Roscoe, I know you got it in your brother. Ladies and gentlemen, jumping back in. Gavin once again here in the studio. Roscoe P., we actually don't want you to do any haunting songs. It seemed like a really funny idea at the time. Whether it was or it wasn't, I think it's a great time to announce that Roscoe P. is actually doing some new work. He's got a new project, new solo rap album coming out. Uh, it's called The Way Out, and all we know is that you can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Roscoe P. Funk. That's at Roscoe P. Funk. P is in Peter, because my voice went out, like Peter Brady, when I tried to say it the first time. Anyway, back to the show, but looking forward to some new original music from Roscoe P. Very soon. Again, follow him, Instagram and Twitter, at Roscoe P. Funk. Okay. Completely different subject about completely different people, except for me and you were involved. I like it. Back in the day, we were in college. We had a show. It's called The, the A Word Bakery. Can we say ass?
1: Yeah, I think so. Because that sounds worse than...
0: It was called The Ass Bakery. It was a Jon Stewart joke from when yes. he first started on The Daily Show. And we were back... also like 19 and 20. We were kids, so... yes. So anyway, this is when the internet first started. Mm-hmm. We had a website... And my one of my college roommates started the website, maintained the website beyond the show's existence.
1: Can we just say I, we? Need, I want I want us pause it re, right here, real quick, because you have to take yourself out of today. The mind of the the internet self awareness is, is how the world works. self awareness the for internet twenty years
0: when we were kids and my kids I mean like early twenties yeah kids um. <clears throat> Internet self awareness in like the year 2000 didn't exist. We thought the internet and like the whole planet was going to stop working because of Y2K. Right. We didn't really think beyond like there was no YouTube, there was no Twitter, there, there was, was no Facebook.
1: Yeah, there was no. We barely ad. had
0: email. We dial up. We dial up.
1: You didn't Google. You asked Jeeves. Right. You
0: asked Jeeves and Jeeves never knew the answer. No, and he never knew Which the answer. Which is why Google so surpassed him.
1: So, and I've said this to people how I could, why I know business would never be the thing for me is like the two things that I never really. Saw coming, yeah, yeah. were the internet and texting, correct? And like, what are the two biggest parts of my life today? Internet Internet and and texting, right? So,
0: so I don't want to get into what happened because I don't think it's it'll give away who it is. But one of our friends, because of our website, almost got fired, yes. And so, you and I have come up with a a, a, like a behind the music style show called That Time My Friend Almost Got Fired. And so, what we're gonna do is one, we gotta try to reenact and do a documentary. On that time, our friend almost got fired because something that this person had no control over Mm -hmm. and no self-awareness on and neither did any of the other people involved.
1: And it was a conflation of like three really hard, like really There's no way he should have almost
0: gotten fired.
1: Right. And he he
0: almost did over something he had no control over.
1: However, when you start a website on the internet, now it seems very – yeah. Like, and no you, one knew this. No one, no like, one oh. got this. <laughs> because, I, I, can we say the tagline to? Yeah, but like, again, this came from like a very, and you won't believe it. But like well, first thing. of all, it was neither of us. We didn't we, come up with the We it. did not come up with even the like tagline. covering for it. No, and, and here's how little we knew about the tagline. Or, we or knew, the internet. Like, or, or the internet. Like, We knew this tagline was on there, and we, like, we at never no thought point it was Googleable. Did 20 year old me be like, oh, wait a second. That, That's a problem. That's a problem. But we said it. But, you but said. 37-year-old me hears half of it and goes, oh, oh boy. that's a problem. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I believe it was the Ass Bakery, the only place on the internet where you can buy, sell, and trade assets. Correct. Which now, point blank was not true not at true all. Not true at all. You couldn't buy or sell anything on the site. On our site. let alone plenty of places on the internet and I was going to say,
0: and more importantly, boldface lie, because right. you could probably do that horrible thing anywhere you wanted on the internet. Again, this is – I'm going to have to edit this out because – We're not even trying to screw it up right now, but it's just such a touchy... Like, 20-year-olds are dumb. right. 20-year-olds are dumb. And when you're 38 and you're looking back at like a half a lifetime ago, you're like, of course my friend almost got fired. Uh, But it wasn't his fault. It wasn't even our fault. It wasn't even the the internet's fault.
1: It It was all of it. For putting his real name and his actual photo on that website where there's zero plausible also,
0: So we're going to start a documentary series called That Time My Friend Almost Got Fired. So if listeners... Have a fun story about when they almost got fired or their friend almost got fired. I don't want people who did get fired. You don't. I don't want that. I want yeah. people who almost got fired and I want it to have been because of a confluence of events yeah. that really were out of his or her control.
1: Yeah. We don't want like somebody who was like a like, yes, My like friend stole something and got caught. No, that's right. – you're a jerk. You should have gotten fired or almost
0: fired. It. I want something where you had no culpability and you still – but because of events – anyway, we've beaten to death.
1: Last I mean, basically what we're looking for are other people who grossly misjudged how the internet worked 15 years ago, 17 years ago. You're out there. Yeah. How did you yeah. almost, not totally screw up your life, but, but almost. how did you almost screw up your life? And finally,
0: we were having a conversation that we just had at a table until right now, which is um, women sometimes are accused of having a resting bee face. Yes. And you said... That for men obviously it's not resting bee face, but it's
1: well. I, and I want to go out there and say uh, the reason that this came up is because I don't being you're not not being a feminist it sounds ridiculous, but you know what I mean. Like you you try to be equal. Um, I don't think it's fair that people can be like talk about women like resting bee face, and there doesn't seem to be a term that a male, male, male equivalent, a male equivalent. Right. That's that's misogyny. That's, not fair. Not fair. That's not fair. Yeah. So. Um, we're throwing it out there that now the male equivalency is resting a whole face. Resting a-hole face, which is totally fair. Which now, happens to people, and it's out of their control, too. You correct. might know some very nice people. And then
0: you had a really poignant statement that you read somewhere, maybe, that was what? Like, you're born with a face? and Oh,
1: yeah. we. Uh, um, before you're 30, you have the face you're born with. After you're 30, you have the face you deserve.
0: Oh. All right, Andrew, thanks for being here, man. I appreciate it. I'm really interested to see if anybody besides Marky Sal and Barbara Russo watches on Periscope, Facebook Live, filibusterfreestyle.com, please, Andrew, you give them the advice about iTunes. What do the folks need to do?
1: So if you appreciate the Filibuster Freestyle, you'd like to see your buddy Gavin, our buddy Gavin blow it up and, and really the show take off, you've gotta subscribe. You've got to like, and you've got to review. You've got to hit my boy up with some five-star reviews on iTunes. On iTunes, and uh, let him know. That's how that's how a show grows an audience. And
0: I'll tell you what, we're bringing all you guys with us. Yeah. If that means come along for the ride, if that means we're all you know living in a double-wide trailer together. Yeah. You're invited. Mm-hmm. If that means mansion with a waterfall in a grotto, you're invited. If that means you guys have to move into my one-bedroom apartment here in Charlotte, like I said.
1: You're invited. So but leave me a review. You have to be able to prove that you subscribed yeah. and you reviewed.
0: Yeah, and if and if and if possible, keep it positive.
1: Yes, I'm not trying to tell will. you what to think. If you're gonna, I think that goes without saying. If you were going to leave a terrible review, like if you hate him, yeah. don't. We're not encouraging you to go on yeah. there and blast. If him.
0: you if you don't care enough to not leave a review, please don't care enough to leave a terrible <laughs> review. <Right. laughs> I just think that's self preservation. Yeah. All right. Phil of freestyle. Andrew Patterson. Thanks for being on. Facebook Live audience. Periscope audience. You're the Coke and Pepsi of putting your phone on and doing some stuff live. Thanks for being here, too. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Bill Buster Freestyle. That's the end of the podcast, folks. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe on iTunes. Thanks. Easy.